Brian, can I see that paper for a sec? Huh, that's odd. I thought that would be big news. You thought what would be big news? Well, there seems to be an absence of a certain ornithological piece. A headline regarding mass awareness of a certain avian variety. What are you talking about? Oh, have you not heard? It was my understanding that everyone had heard. Heard what? Brian, don't! Brian, don't you know about the bird? Well, Peter's gonna tell you about the bird. Well, a bird, bird. Oh my god, Peter, are you all right? And away we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this level of All Up In Your Geek, the best hour of your week. You're welcome. And with me, as always... Money here. Live. Tape delay. The Mothership. And this is your good friend, Flash Rodman. Handing out free hot beef injections all quarantine long. <laughs> and this is Lou, aka Puerto Rican Judo. And with that, let's geek up, guys. Settle up your horses. All right. So. I'm going to assume that because we're pretty much all in lockdown, that's why we're not getting any emails. Because we normally get at least one. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Hmm. Maybe the listeners just don't like your face. That's true. Even though they can't see it, I do sound like I have a bad face. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, mine's bad. Well, so, gentlemen, get yeah, this. Go, go ahead. The WPA is at it again. WPA, you say? The whiny pussies of America. Mm. Now, Lou, you know I don't watch Raw, but I do try to keep up on everything because I know you're into wrestling and you like to talk about it. So yes. I know I'm going to have to talk about it. Right. So I, I, I try to keep up on it. All Apparently, right. this past Monday on Raw, Jerry Lawler referred to Akira Tozawa's senton mm -hmm. as, quote, a ramen noodle moonsault. End quote. <laughs> that that sounds that sounds like Jerry Lawler, <laughs> right? I don't really find it offensive, and I think it's silly and funny, right? But the backlash that he has gotten because of these stupid fucking comments is astounding. Yeah, they immediately edited the episode on replay, and social media has been blowing up. Word on the street is, I should say, because I don't have social media. I don't do the social media gig, but word on the street is that social media is blowing up 
just raping him over these comments. Am I missing something? No. I don't think you're missing anything. I, I think, I, unfortunately, I think we're missing something. Somewhere, mm. there was this wall that was created where you can no longer say a joke that refers to a specific class of people, and we missed a memo. Like, I, I think that's yeah. what's going on here. Yeah. I must have inserted it right into my suggestion box, which is also known as the garbage can. <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous. I mean, it's not even offensive. You know, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't see it initially, but I watched the clip of it, and I didn't find it offensive either. It's, it's Jerry Lawler. This is what Jerry Lawler does. This is the right. same guy who has come up with the word puppies, referring to titties. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. has made other type of jokes like in the 80s and 90s coming up that nobody ever batted an eye about because everybody knows at this point that professional wrestling is a form of entertainment um this is also a guy who you know is is pushing the envelope or has pushed the envelope for a very long time with edgy type of shit this is what he does so right. if you're a fucking wrestling fan there's no way you should be offended by any of this all right if you have watched wrestling for all these years and if you've watched Jerry Lawler for all these years, you've known that he's sort of the, you know, quote unquote, heel announcer. Right. You know, like he was always the guy who was for whoever the villain was. He was always, you know, taking that opposite opinion, you know, causing trouble for, you know, the quote unquote, you know, faces. I mean, that that's what he's always done. And I and this is the world we live in right now, where you know you can't say anything about anything. And with social media now, you you know, and I wonder how much of it too is is this you know fake outrage, you right. know, because I can, I just cannot believe that there's this many people who heard that comment who are like, oh my god, I'm you know I am gonna jump out of out a window because because I heard a ramen noodle swanton or whatever the fuck it is. I, I don't believe it. I, they find something to, to bitch about and they all jump on it and, you know, it just fucking snowballs. That I mean, that's my feeling on it. It's not even edgy, though. And Jerry Lawler, I wouldn't even classify him as edgy. I think he's more goofy than he is edgy. Right? You know, I think he became he became goofy towards the end. But mm -hmm. during his like during his career early on when he was wrestling out of Memphis and stuff like that. He made these same he made these same type of jokes as a heel, but it was edgy then because right. you know nobody that the the blur the lines were blurred then, so Agreed. it came it came across a certain way then, and you know he he got a lot of heat from the fans, which he should have been because he's a fucking heel. Um, and he was great. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, yeah, I think it's fucking ridiculous. Like even <clears throat> you know the first thing that came to mind was uh, a few months ago. During one of the um, the TNA recordings, TNA Power, Jim Cornette okay. had made a comment about somebody running as if they were trying to get a bucket of fried chicken or something like that. And I don't recall if that wrestler was just from the South or if, you know, it was a, a, an African-American wrestler. I don't remember. But, you know, he made reference not just to the chicken, but he said an Ethiopian chasing chicken also. And, wow. you know, I heard it and I... I chuckled because that's Jim Cornette. He's another guy who's been a heel for years. But yeah. apparently he fucking, you know, got a lot of backlash. They ended up firing him and he was like, what, what, what the fuck? This is a record. First of all, it was a recorded show and they listened to the shit before they put it out. Right. And didn't say anything before they put it out. 
So how is you know how is he being held accountable for something like that? Right, right, agreed. You know, but it's the same concept. And you know what? Because I don't know if I don't know if this past Monday was live or not, because I know they're supposed to be going back to live shows, but they've edited it out in the replay. They no longer have that comment in his commentary from Monday night. I don't know. I I mean, we're beating the dead horse, and I will continue to do this when I see stories like this because I think it's important. But it's just too much for me. Just it's just too much. Like I'm I'm all for it. No, I I don't disagree. I I think um, I think this fake outrage thing that Bob was talking about is is a lot of it too. Because everybody has a computer or a phone or some type of tablet, and they see something, they can just type whatever they want whenever they want. And yeah, it's like yeah, I'm I'm pissed off about this, and then you know someone who's actually pissed off starts chiming in, and then everybody else starts chiming in. Like it's come on, yeah. No, totally, Lou. I think you're, I think you're right on the money. And, you know, I mean, you, you, you've heard of like a brainstorm. I feel it's like a blame storm. Right. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, this this guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, I fuck him, too. I hate him, too. And, you know, it's it's just just self-feeding, you know, hate and bullshit. And I honestly believe this is my honest opinion that a great vast majority of those people aren't fucking offended at all. Oh, agreed. I, yeah. I, I, I think they couldn't give an airborne shit. About any of those comments, so you know it's really though it's the world that we live in. But you know what? As I as I think about it, it really makes me appreciate the time in which I grew up. Yeah, agreed. It, it I, really does. It. I I I cherish it, and I look back on it very fondly because we we didn't have any of this bullshit back then. No, you know we why, did, Bob? We we had jokes. We had fucking great video games, great movies. Yep. You know, comedians could make jokes. Wrestling was cool. None of this shit. If you said something on the school in the schoolyard and somebody else didn't like it, it got handled right there. And yeah. you handled right there, you hashed it out, and you moved on. Exactly. And you can't do that anymore. Because no. everybody lives in a fucking bubble, and God forbid someone else looks at you the wrong way, or you look at someone else the wrong way, that's it. You're suspended. Yeah. You don't exactly. even have to trade words. You looked at me funny. Yeah. Yep. You know? I agree. And that it's snowballed now because all of this shit stays inside and it gets pent up. You run home. You're a keyboard warrior. You type whatever you want to type and there are no repercussions for it. Yeah. No, no accountability. Back in the day, you said something. If you wanted to open your fucking big mouth and let me tell you, I did. Okay. You paid for it. Right. Yep. You were accountable. You had to be accountable. And that's another problem. The lack of accountability. Yeah. With the, oh, I was hacked. Wasn't me. I got hacked. Fuck that. Nobody hacked you yelling something at somebody else. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's funny too that you mentioned, you know, appreciating the time that we grew up in, Bob. Um, yeah. During during the last week, or maybe no, it wasn't even during the week. It was over the weekend. Um, I, me and my wife watched um, the original Gremlins movie with the kids. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I, I'm trying to get them into, you know, the movies that really made the movies for me. So I started with, with Gremlins and, <clears throat> you know, we're watching it. That's excellent adventure. No, no, we'll save that for last. Pass. <laughs> <Good past. laughs> <laughs> so halfway through the movie, you know, my daughter looks at me and she was like, Grandma and Grandpa let you watch this as a kid? And I'm like, listen, you don't understand. This 
was made during a time where none of that mattered. It was a, it was a PG movie, and this is part of yeah. the reason why I'm not afraid of shit because I watched horror movies in the 80s and the 90s when they were really good, and I understood even though that they were scary that for the most part they weren't real. So yeah. it doesn't bother me, and a lot of things don't bother me. And even there's some jokes that were made in there that she's able to comprehend. And she was like, oh, that's not funny. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's funny. Yeah, right? Yeah. There's no such thing as thick skin anymore. You mm-hmm. you cannot watch that movie. You cannot watch that movie. See that old lady get on that chair and fly <laughs> the fuck out that window and not laugh. I you know. cannot. I dare you. To not laugh at that old woman getting flung out the fucking window. No, I it love is it. hilarious. Could you? Well, you know time. what? Even to that point, could you imagine the You're same right? the same old woman coming into a bank now in 2020 and cutting the line like that and saying some shit about killing a dog? Like, could right. that shit's not happening now? No, <laughs> but you could do that shit in the 80s. <laughs> no, nope. we discussed on air. That Lou has still not seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. I know we beat him up about it all the time in our text conversation. Mm-hmm. It's worth bringing up again if we had. I think we I think we did. We I think we did a few episodes ago. Um, well, let's talk about it again. Well, you know what? Now that I've got some time and I'm having the kids watch these movies, I just found Three out weeks this. Into the quarantine. I just found out that my wife has seen this movie and I have not. So maybe we'll watch it with the kids. I call bullshit because <laughs> about a week ago, within the last week, and Bob can attest to this in our text conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. serious about that. That was that was me being sarcastic. You're a fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay being a clown. I guarantee you that I'll watch the movie and be like, Neh. yeah, well, at this point, yeah. Yeah, right. 40 years later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't interest me then. I don't know what to tell you. I I was not into that shit. At least watch it b- before the fucking sequel comes out. I'm so, I'm sorry. You're not you're not into that shit. You're not into good movies. That remains to be seen. Just because you say it's a good movie means absolutely nothing to me. I am disgusted. You should be because you have terrible taste. <laughs> before before the next episode. I will have watched that movie, and I will give a, not a full review, but I will tell you what I thought. Okay. Derek, Derek, do me a favor. I want you to isolate this soundbite, so when we come back next week and it hasn't happened, you can insert it and play it. I would appreciate that. You're going to lead the show with it. <laughs> Good. As, as a matter when we come back and I have watched it and I tell you what I thought, I want the both of you to do something. I don't know. I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the opening to episode 85. We'll oh, I, I see what I see what you're saying. I got you. Well, you can open it. You can open it. You can open will, that way. I will Skype. I will Skype with my assless chaps on. Oh I God! But no, I don't want to suffer because I did a good thing. That's negative reinforcement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, but you yeah. know, to to ra- yeah, I, I guess you know my my final two cents about that whole Jerry Lauder thing is it is bullshit. You know, yeah. it's it's fucking wrestling. They yep. do edgy shit. They make jokes. It's entertainment. And let me tell you something. With the way shit is right now, we need as much entertainment as we can get. Agreed. Yes. So That's we, all I got. All right. Are you in search of your very own Goobliette? Well, Frank Morales is your guy. 
He has experience working with sellers, buyers, renters, and anybody else you can think of. Frank's your hookup, baby. You can get a hold of him at Supreme Realty, which is located at 620 to 624 Orange Street in Newark. Don't beat yourself with the ugly stick. Give Frank's team a call at 973-461-3912 or shoot him an email at fmsupremerealty at gmail.com. And tell them all up in your geek sent you. Boom. All right, gentlemen. Well, it's been a while, so I thought we could come back with some periodical potpourri. Oh, yeah. Talk about entertainment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so uh, get out uh, your sleeping caps and your blankies because it's, it's time to go to sleep. No. So I got four. I got four little tidbits for you. All right. And I'll go over them. And uh, you pick one, the one you want to hear about. Don't worry. Nothing, nothing crazy this time. Uh, so number one, release the deuce. <laughs> number two, time to play with your nuts. Number three, blast my box. And number four, <laughs> dual leakage. <laughs> Who goes first? What's that? Who goes first? Uh, you can go first. Blast my box. Oh, <laughs> good choice. Good choice, my friend. So now, you know, Sega for their blast processing, correct? Yes, that and yeah. the, that and the failed Sega Saturn. <laughs> right. And, you know, uh, Microsoft for their Xbox. Yes. All right. So basically, there was uh, a a leaked photo of Xbox Game Studios and Sega with the tagline, Power Your Dreams, and that there was supposed to be a live announcement June 14th at 9 a.m. So... Interesting. Now, they don't think it's going to be like a a takeover or anything like that, but some sort of merger. Now, as you know, just discussed before... That, you know, Microsoft is looking, you know, they don't have any exclusives or anything. So they're looking, you know, for other developers to to um, kind of, you know, make some good games. And they, they've had they've actually had a pretty good history of working well together. Um, you know, the, the Dreamcast was sort of powered by, you know, one of the Microsoft operating systems. And right. and if you really look at it, the you know, the first Xbox was pretty much the Dreamcast, too. Right. A lot of the people who worked on that system on the Dreamcast went over to work for the original Xbox. Right. And a lot of, you know, games that were really supposed to come out for the Dreamcast wound up coming out for the original Xbox. You know, there was the Panzer Dragoon Orta. There was a Crazy Taxi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, they bought Shenmue 2 over there to the original Xbox. So they, they have a pretty good, you know, working history. Right. together so that they think that there's you know there's going to be some sort of big announcement you know that they're working together you know it was supposed to be for e3 but you know with that kind of canceled um you know it's sort of postponed so my thought is how great would it be to see sega saturn games on the new xbox <laughs> yeah <laughs> Crickets? <laughs> Dry fart? <laughs> but but uh, I was wondering uh, what, what you guys would like to see, you know, if, we, if we're if we theorizing, um, you know, 
any any particular title you'd like to see or any sort of collaboration anything you could think of you know that might you know tickle your your beanbag you know i the the possibility of sega being a exclusive microsoft developer is interesting i don't know i don't know if that's necessarily a successful move sega does make or has made and, and still does make good games um but I think it would be interesting to see if they did do that, um, how they would take the Sonic series and kind of reboot it or redo it or continue it, uh, considering that Mario is such a huge moneymaker for Nintendo. It's been a while since they've had a platform contender. you know. So making some type of Sonic game in the vein of like a Super Mario Odyssey, that 3D type of running around thing, I don't. I don't know if that would work or not, but I think the possibility of something like that is interesting. Right. Well, I'm going to focus a little bit more on whatever it was—the tweet or the the announcement. It said, "Power your dreams," specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Was the word "dreams" capitalized? Well, it was actually all all in caps, really. Okay. And you know that that you know that makes me wonder too. Like maybe you know are. So they're going to maybe like do like Dreamcast games, you know, on there, you know, like re or remasters of, you know, I think, I think Sega has a good history of not being a first party. You know, anything they've ever done besides consoles has really been great for what it is. You know, I, I was never a huge fan of Sega, but yeah, I can appreciate them for what they are. And I think if they're going to, establish some sort of a working relationship with Microsoft and the Xbox. I think it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if this announcement is specifically targeting a title maybe called <laughs> Dreams. Didn't that PS4 game that just came out, isn't that called Dreams? Yeah, but I yeah. don't know I don't know if it's published or developed by Sega. Right, I don't know either. I don't think so. Okay, but I was thinking I mean personally I don't really give a shit. I'm not a fan of Sega. I'm not a fan of Microsoft. So mm -hmm. it doesn't really affect me one way or the other. Right. However, I think it would be good for the industry. I mean, look, Sega needs, they need a release. Splurge. They need an outlet. They need some way of getting to a consumer. Yeah, and I agree. It's not going to be, you know, through hardware. Their right. own hardware, I should say. It's not going to be through their own hardware. So maybe they're just going to release third-party stuff, you know, and, and I think that's great. Yeah, if they become a th – uh, um, even if they become a um, – some type of exclusive studio, I, yeah, I think you're right. It gives them a, a platform to make games. I think they do need that um, to be enabled to do that. I mean, not just the Sonic games. I mean, they had a good library of – of games is, isn't, sure. isn't um i'm not a big fighting game fan but isn't virtual fighter by sega yes it is and there is there was some yeah. rumors um about sega teasing possibly a new virtual fighter right uh six you know which would fucking be awesome and man I, that would fuck me over if that was exclusive to the <laughs> x <laughs> Lou, I, would, I would have to fucking come over your house or something <laughs> Well, if if they yeah, did if they no. did do that, I would get a ver I'd get a copy, and you can come play anytime. All right, cool, thanks. I, I, I promise to only rip ass when you're not around. <laughs> I have the question would be is if that's the case, 
does it really move the needle? It's a good question. I, I don't. I don't know if you put Virtual Fighter up against some of the fighters that traditionally released on all consoles, like a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct. Those have been some of them, or even the Injustice series that's made a a, a little bit of a following. I don't know if Virtual Fighter would would capture that. I mean, the last Virtual Fighter I played, I think was either four or five, and mm-hmm. it was good, but it's definitely a I, I guess, for for lack of a better term, it's a fighting game fans fighting game. You know, like you have to really know how to maneuver. There's there's no there's very little mashing, and if you are mashing, you're you're not winning a high percentage of matches if you mash in that game. Whereas with other fighters like Tekken and uh, Dead or Alive, I think is a button masher. Also, you can maybe go you can go a decent amount, but with Virtual Fighter, you really got to know what the fuck you're doing. No, absolutely. No, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, it's sort of, hey, um, you know what? I'm seeing a pattern. Uh, I seem to always back the losers in these, um, you know, Virtual <laughs> Fighter was never really popular over here, sadly, even though right. I love it so much. It's huge in Japan. Um, but again, Microsoft, you know, the Xbox isn't big in Japan. So, you know, again, I don't know. But you're right. Um, it's definitely a very technical, you know, fighting game. It's not really beginner friendly. Um so, I mean, I don't know how, how well it would do against things like Mortal Kombat, um, you know, and even even Dragon Ball game is fucking super popular right now. Right. But, you know, that being said, I, I would still love to see it, you know, for me personally. I don't I don't really give a fuck if anybody else plays it. But right. Um, but I mean, I, I am interested. I am interested in, in this collaboration just to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just to see what 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 comes comes of it. I think I think it's true what you said. I think they both kind of need each other. I think Sega needs. You know, maybe a way to kind of get their games to stand out and, you know, make make more of a name for themselves. And I think Microsoft needs some fucking marquee titles, some classic titles. They don't you know, they don't have a Mario. You know, they don't have, you know, those whatever characters that you associate with them. So kind of bringing Sega into the mix with a lot of those classic characters and franchises and IPs might might do something. We don't know, but I thought it was interesting. Well, sign me up, Bob, for some dual leakage. Oh, will I? So, apparently, there was a new firmware update for the Switch the other day. And basically, which, you know, uh, gave a couple of cool things. You can remap the buttons on your Joy-Cons, and you can kind of transfer data between SD cards. But uh, some fucking hacker guy or whatever, you know, went through the code and found in there that apparently they're putting in some sort of, you know, uh, backdoor or whatever for some possible uh, features added later. And in that code was something called the NX ABCD. <laughs> now there's a lot of rumors going around because the, you know, the NX was, you know, the code name for the switch. All right. and a lot of people were speculating that, you know, maybe this is the switch pro or, you know, maybe some other model of, of the Switch. But there was also in that code something about, like, a possibly a dual screen. Um, so they don't know if it's going <laughs> to be something like a, like a DS. Or maybe you can use your phone as, like, a second screen. Or, I don't know, I even heard something crazy as a, a Switch that only hooks up to your TV and is not portable. Hmm. So, I mean, I I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of speculation 
um, as to what it is, but it's basically sort of future proofing for some other things that they might add later. Hmm. I, I was wondering what what you guys would would like to see. You know, with the switch, would would you like them to kind of do a pro? Would you like another model? Well, what I would like when you started this segment, a bird flew down into my yard. I shit you not. <laughs> that bird is still in my fucking yard, circling <laughs> stump. What I would like to see is for this bird to stick around for this entire segment. That's it. What? That's, okay. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not sure if a Switch Pro is needed. Um, right. You know, I, I don't, I don't have a Switch, even though there's technically a Switch in the house. It belongs to the kids. They have Switches. Um, and my son plays that Switch into the ground. Like he is... It you know the way that he plays his Nintendo Switch makes me so jealous because it reminds me of when I was a kid and all I could do was play video games all day. This kid over his spring break and over the weekend played video games from day to night with n- almost no interruption. It was a fucking beautiful thing, and I told him I said I'm so jealous of you right now, mm-hmm. and he didn't understand why, and I explained it, and he was like, "All right, whatever." Um, but I think that is what, yeah, exactly. I think that's what their market is. I think that their market is young kids and it's always been that. And I, I don't, I wouldn't get a switch pro to play, you know, Fortnite or call of duty because I play call of duty. I'm sorry. I play uh Fortnite with my son cross platform um, from, yeah. from my PS4 or my Xbox with him on his switch. Um, and we have a good time doing that. But I've played Fortnite on his Switch, and that could, th- those Joy-Cons are terrible. The aiming is terrible. The control yeah. is terrible. I don't like the way that feels. For actual platforming games, the Mario games, it works. For the Luigi's Mansion, it worked. For the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening that I played, it was great. For Super Smash, it's okay. I think a, um, you know, a pro controller might be good for that. But I think the move is just a pro controller and keeping it that way, not a pro system. Right. No, I think, I think you're right. I mean, I have the switch light and you know, I have, you know, those analog sticks on there and uh, you know, I actually had to buy like some other like covers to put over it. Cause you know, my fingers kept like slipping off. Right. You know? So yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. I mean, it works okay for most things, but you know, when you're trying to play like something serious, um, it's not the best. So I don't know. I thought, I, thought, I mean, we'll kind of just wait and see, but I mean, I thought that was interesting and all, all the speculation I thought was funny. <laughs> what would you think of a TV only switch? <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I would oppose to a TV only sp- switch. I think that they have just a handheld switch. So why not have a TV only switch? Um, I don't know how good it would do. I think that yeah. it's a, I think it would be a good, you know, a good way to just maybe make a couple extra dollars. Um, but I don't under, I don't I really don't understand why anyone would pigeonhole themselves into one that doesn't connect to the TV or one that just connects to the TV when the original concept of this was to be able to go back and forth. Um, you, you, said, you said pigeon. I'm still watching the bird. 
<laughs> See, he's sticking around because he knows that makes some sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't I don't know. I, I think that the original hardware, the way it was intended is fine. Um, I know that the um, the all handheld one has a better battery life and a brighter screen maybe and, and a couple of other added things. But to be honest, <clears throat> my son plays that thing all day and he doesn't really have to charge it. So the battery life is pretty good. Nice. <laughs> You know, I'm sorry, one quick note. I think moving into June now, even though E3 is canceled, I think that a lot of these developers are feeling as if they now have no platform to make their big announcements. So I don't, the last two stories I'm not surprised about. I think that there's going to be a lot of things revealed um, in very interesting ways because now they don't have this, um, uh, this convention to do it, which has been their go-to. Yes, agreed. Exciting times. Exciting times. So, what's left? What's left? Uh, release the deuce or time to play with your nuts? I'm going to go with release the deuce. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> now. <laughs> they have finally announced a release date for PSO2. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna embarrass you guys oh, by telling you what PSO2 is because any gamer with any kind of self respect already knows what PSO2 is. All right, not this is fucking POS PSO2. See, I'm not even saying it right because it's so fucking amazing. All right, so they're already talking about a release date for PSO2. Now that's exciting. They're talking like the end of May. Late May 2020 for PSO2. <laughs> you hear me? This is PSO2. <laughs> the deuce. They're releasing the deuce. <laughs> that you know, that's actually that's actually very exciting because I loved PSO one. Um, I thought and, that was. And don't, don't don't forget PSO zero. Uh, <laughs> PSO zero and negative one. Um, <laughs> No, I, that was one of the few, I can't even say few, that was one of the many games on my Dreamcast that I played the shit out of. Um, yes. And that's typically not my type of game, but it was so much damn fun, and playing with other people was, was such a blast. Um, I got a kick out of it, and I, I played that for a long while. It was it was a really good game. Still Are we is. talking Power Stone? <laughs> no, no. I'll I wish. Oh, I wish we were talking. As a matter of fact, going back to the fucking Sega story, if they did become exclusive to Microsoft and they don't release another fucking Power Stone game, that is a fucking travesty. Yeah, right. <clears throat> no, this is um, this is Fantasy Star Online too. <laughs> for the, for those who don't know, yeah, no, so I'd rather it be Power Stone. You didn't know right. that it was Final Fan. Oh, uh, Final Star. Stop it. <laughs> Take your meds, Lou. <laughs> fantasy star that's what i meant no it's, yeah 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 so uh, yeah because basically what the funny thing though is is that this game has been out in japan since like fucking 2012 or 2013 right it's kind of ridiculous so like we're we're finally getting it over here now you know they're talking uh you know for the pc and the xbox one um for now i think they're gonna probably port it to you know ps4 at some point so, you know, um, yeah. So, I mean, basically, I, I, I remember, you know, the, the, the Dreamcast one. And that, that was the question I was going to ask. But Lou already asked me was, you know, did, did you, you know, remember playing the original? Because basically the first Fantasy Star Online 
um, was pretty much the first, you know, console MMO. And, you know, it was sort of a big deal at the time. I do remember it. Um, you know, that was sort of everyone's entryway in, in, into that. And, you know, people had a lot of fun, you know, until, of course, everyone started being assholes and fucking, you know, breaking the game. But up until that point, I think it was, you know, it was pretty fun. Right. And, you know, I, I didn't play it on the Dreamcast. I actually played it on the original Xbox. I picked it up later. Um, I, I kind of played solo, which is not how you're supposed to play. But, you know, I don't have any fucking friends. So that's what I did. Yeah. But I mean, I did like the game and I could totally see how everyone, you know, could totally get into it, especially back then. If you look well, at what that game was back then, you know, it was was a pretty, pretty big deal. Yeah, it was. And I'll give it a shot if they release it on PC. Mm-hmm. All right. Did uh, did you play the original one money? I did not. I didn't have a Dreamcast. Oh, OK. OK. My brother did, but. And he, you never played with him? He didn't have it? Uh, I played it when I went over there, but we didn't play it together as in having two accounts. Uh, got you. Okay. Okay. No, that was right. that was definitely good. Yeah, it was. It was, it was definitely a, a fun, worthwhile experience. It, I would play the second one. Well, and you I, can soon. And I believe it is now time to play with my nutsack. Yes, <laughs> finally. Finally. Well, guess what, guys? Um, you're going to have to play with your nuts because the Nintendo Switch is sold out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, you know, pretty much every retailer is is sold out of the Nintendo Switch right now. The Switch and the Switch Lite, uh, leaving people to go to the secondhand route, uh, paying double the $300 price and... Leaving other people, I I've saw other related stories, uh, buying all the components separately and putting together a Switch themselves, which I thought wow. is fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which which is which is I thought was nuts. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's sort of like a, a perfect storm of stuff. You know, I mean, people are home, you know, they're looking for something to play. The Switch is good, you know, but China shut down. So they had to stop making, you know, the manufacturing plus fucking Animal Crossing came out, which is like you know, basically the perfect fucking heroin game for, for quarantine. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, yeah, it just kind of created this, this shortage and, you know, they're basically saying that they won't be back in stock, you know, till, till May or June, wow. you know, which is, yeah. Which, which I thought was, was kind of crazy. Yeah, so wow. I, I'm glad, I'm glad I got mine when I did. Um, yep. So. Yeah, definitely. Stay tuned. I, I can see how um I can see how it's sold out. Wow. With all these yeah. ki- with all the kids out of school, yeah. I mean that's that's what they're playing. I mean they're they're kids who have Xboxes too, but I mean the Switch is like the perfect kids console. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a related story, there are plenty of Atari Lynxes available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just oodles and oodles of Atari Lynxes are you know for your gaming pleasure so not not only is the sega saturn still available <laughs> but first press sega saturns are still available <laughs> <My minty box. laughs> that's funny oh god well that's that's all i got for you guys so back to you all right well you know i uh 
I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna be the downer here. All right. In all of these stories, I wanted to I, I wanted to talk about something only because I know that there's a lot of people who are home and a lot of people who are um, who are experiencing the same thing. Um, and it was actually something that I, I myself experienced a few weeks ago, but it was it it came to me to discuss it here. Um, because actually of, of Mrs. Money, I, I was looking at Facebook today and Mrs. Money made a a post about, you know, the quarantine and, and the kids at home and stuff like that and all the schooling that's going on in the face. I'm sorry. I said and wanting to shoot ourselves in the face. <laughs> yes. And um, I thought that this I'm sure that we have listeners who are parents also and who are home with their kids. So, you know, I guess maybe a little venting session, maybe this will, you know, maybe you'll feel exactly what we're saying or what I'm saying. And maybe not. Maybe you'll have your own opinions. Maybe it's not as big a deal to you. Um, But I don't know, man. I think that the idea that was started in the beginning to do some distance learning, which is what they called it in my district, is a good idea. I don't know if the execution has been what it should be and it's not a knock against the teachers uh, and I I like saying educators because it's a much better term in particular in in my district we have some of the best educators in in the town and specifically in the state like my town has has top 25 schools in some instances top 15 schools the education is great Um, but I I think that because this was so sudden and because it was so abrupt that not enough planning went into it. And now that we're about three weeks in, they're not calling any audibles. They're just proceeding, you know, as, as they, as they said they were going to. Um, And it's, it's been rough. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head by saying they were just unprepared. They're doing the best that they, that they can. Us too. We live in an awesome area with great schools, but the learning, the process, the system that they have in place is just, it's just imperfect. Right. You know, yeah. it's, it's a huge, huge amount of work for the parents. Mm-hmm. Just tremendous. I mean, we're basically educating them ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and that's the problem. It's gone from distance learning to homeschooling. Well, if you have multiples, multiple children. Right. I mean, get it. We have a friend, a good friend. Who's got five kids? Oh, and her husband works from home, right? So he's basically gone all day because he's still working, right? Because he's home, mm-hmm. and she is responsible for educating five fucking kids. That's crazy, and yeah, and she's just like, I mean, we text all the time. She's like, I just can't do it. You right. know, I have to break it up into two days where I do the most difficult two on Monday and then I do the three easiest the next day and then the, the most difficult two on Wednesday and mm-hmm. then it's just too much. And she's like, and the other thing is they're doing it seven days a week because she falls so far behind as the week goes on right? that she's got to use Saturday and Sunday to catch up so her kids can be where they're supposed to be come Monday again. Mm-hmm. And you know, but, that that's my, that's right. my, that's been my biggest thing. You know, I actually submitted a, um, an email to the principal of my kid's school and to the uh, superintendent of schools for uh, for my school district. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I basically said that. I said, listen, I understand that this was a last minute thing. I understand that we're doing what we need to do. But, you know, it's putting parents in a role that they're not prepared for. 
being yeah. an ed- being an educator is a skill set and not only is it a skill set it's something that you go to school to do you know you've it got deg- no yeah joke. you've got degrees and training in doing that and not a lot of parents have that training um and you know i'm i was able to speak to the principal and share some some of my concerns with her and i felt as if she took them to heart uh, you know i I've, i thought that maybe it would be it would come across the wrong way like hey pal who the fuck are you you're not a teacher um, mm-hmm. but you know, she was very understanding and listened, or at least she sounded like she was, maybe she gave me the bird when, when she was done. <laughs> Speaking of the bird, look, can you see the bird? Oh, look, yes. it's still there. That, that bitch is still there. He's interested. Yep. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's been, it's been and continues to be tough. Like I'm working from home and my wife is working from home and you know, we've got the job responsibilities to deal with. And then we're also trying to teach them at the same time. There's not a lot of instruction going on. It's more meetings and communication through email and Google Classroom and stuff like that. And I think it's I think it's effective for getting the work done. But I know that neither one of my kids is retaining the information the way they would if they were in school. Exactly. They're just filling out the work to get it submitted and get, you know, the check mark. Right. Yeah. I mean, my my, my kids are doing it. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it's satisfactory because we check it. If we didn't check it, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother story. Yeah, exactly. Like, and and it's, it's imperfect. It's just too much for them. Yeah. You know, and, and it's quite, fr- quite frankly, it's too much for us also. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It goes without saying. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm not complaining. I, I am an advocate of education. I want my kids to be educated. So whatever I can do to support that I'm going to do, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I'm I'm not trying to sound as if I'm complaining. I know that I'm more frustrated than anything else because I want the best for them. And I know that for them to get the best education, they have to do it through the best educators. And I'm not the best educator. I'm an educated person, but I'm not qualified to teach youth. Right. No, look, and I guess I guess the argument would be that they're doing the best that they can do. Right. And this is hopefully a short term thing. Right. So you just kind of have to go with it. Do the best you can do because they're doing the best they can do Mm -hmm. and try and get as much out of it for your kids that you can. That's it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the that's the goal. I'm, I'm trying to get as much out of it as I can. And, you know, I actually a few weeks ago took to social media also we've we belong to some of the groups, uh, the school groups and parent groups, PTA and such. So, you know, I tried to encourage other parents to speak up if they were feeling that same level of frustration. And, and, you know, I'm coming from a place of communication, not from a negative place, because I'm not trying to put anyone down. But I I think my time. Say it again. (laughs) I said, you're not me. Exactly. I'm not money. Um, You know, but I think a lot of people read the comments and took them as me coming from a negative place based on some of the comments that I got. Um, but one of the comments that I got was very, I guess, surprising to me or eye opening to me because I don't see things this way. I wanted to know what you guys thought. So someone responded to me and, you know, said that they understood, you know, what I was saying, but the teachers are doing the best that they can. We got to let them work out the plan. And the last sentence was, after all, this is only elementary school. And, you know, I, I understood where she was coming from or whether I'm sorry where the person was coming from but 
is it really just elementary school? Well, I think I get the point that she's trying to make, you know, that they're not going into surgery, life-saving surgery tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I would argue the opposite. I think elementary school is the most important time in your education when you're forming your early learning skills, your reading, your writing, your arithmetic. Fuck high school. High school is worthless. Did any of you learn anything useful in high school besides social stuff? I don't remember high school. Right, exactly. Because it's worthless. I, I, I could make the argument that schooling in the United States should end after eighth grade. <laughs> and, and, no, I'm serious. And then high school should be something totally you, different. You know, high to- school for me, in hindsight, felt like a tighter version of college. The teachers yeah, you were know, just- I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that. And you know that there may there there's something to be said about that because the the way that. The high school schedules are now. They mimic a college schedule. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it, no, it's true. And no, I mean, I would I would agree. I think, you know, the the elementary school is really your foundation. That's that's, you know, if you don't get that shit down, Pat, you know, whenever you go to do later is, you know, not going to be as strong, you know. So, yeah, I might might argue against. I, again, I see I see sort of the point she was making, but right. You know, you don't want to go to the doctor and be like, oh, hey, you got a cut. It's only a little cut. So, you know, fucking I'm not going to wash my hands. I mean, you know, like it's not what you want to hear. Yeah. You know, I I kind of felt the same way. I feel that elementary school is the foundation on which the rest of your education is built. So I don't think it's just elementary school. Um, And and you're right. They're not going to be doing, you know, algebra and trigonometry out the door. So I get that point, but I, I I guess I took exception to the comment. It's just elementary school because, you know, I I don't feel that way. I remember when I was in elementary school and how serious my parents were about it. And, the, you know, the, the methods in which they taught me how to study and, you know, they made sure that my shit was done and I couldn't watch TV or play games or with my toys or whatever until my work was done. And a lot of those methods I employ here, too, because you got to earn it. You know, if you want to play something, you want to do so, you want to relax, do your work first, earn it, and then you can do it. You know, I I don't want them to feel like, you know, they can just do whatever and then do whatever they want at the end. It doesn't give them anything to carry into real life. You know, I can't I can't not do my job and expect to continue to get paid. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to I agree with you. I do. I totally wholeheartedly agree. And I'm going to double down on your negativity. (laughs) <laughs> the bird is gone oh, oh come on he just son of a bitch like, this education peace see t- talk about doing whatever you want <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that bird bounced so i mean i i know that you've got you know you've got your kids home with you too and we do and there's a lot of people who do um, and I just wanted to let our listeners who are parents and who are quarantined and are homeschooling or virtual learning with your kids, we want you guys to know that all up in your geek gets it. We fucking get it. Yeah, it's and not easy. It's it's not easy. And I hope that there's some constructive release that you have to be able to do that. And if hopefully if you don't, this conversation was that release for you. And stay in there. Hopefully this is a short term thing and it'll be over soon. Um but I, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from you guys who are 
uh, quarantined at home with your kids and, and doing schooling and how it's going for you. What methods are you using? Are you frustrated? Are you not? Have you had conversations? Let me know. I'm curious because I know this is something that's affecting globally. Speaking of short term, yeah. the bird is back and he brought a friend. Nice. Whoa. See? Yeah. The birds yeah. know what's up. They're like, see, these guys know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. And that uh, that's all I had. All right. Well, Senior Money, it's time that we queue up the HHG music. Yeah. This episode of All Up In Your Geek is brought to you in part by the High Heel Gamer, the Oprah of the Nerd World. You can catch her on her website at thehighheelgamer.com or on the Nacho Friends podcast every Wednesday at 8.30ish p.m. And then catch the audio podcast on Thursdays. Boom, the High Heel Gamer. Well, gentlemen... I have a very, very special treat for you this week. Go on. Because not only do I come bearing a name that game. Uh-oh. This particular name that game was sent to me by a listener who wanted to test your metal. So I think you'll get it. Wait a minute. Wait one fucking second. Who is for. who is this listener? This is the very, very special, and I mean that in several ways. <laughs> avid listener Ryan. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I get it. Oh, so this is this is really this is really to test Bob, not me. We right. will delay no further. Early real time strategy game. Developed by Technosoft and released for the Genesis in 1990. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to do my typical streets of rage. Yes, I'm not going to do it only because of the severity of this right now. I know this is. I know this is Bob uh, getting tested, so I'm not going to ruin his chances. Uh, you know, and, and I stuck up for you, Bob. I'm like, I think he's going to get it. All right. So do me proud, buddy. Hmm. And you said it's it's Tecmosoft? Early real-time strategy game developed by Technosoft and released for the Sega Genesis in 1990. Hmm. Let's see. Um, I did not have a Genesis in 1990, so I have no clue. All right, we're going to start the clock here, Bob. Well, I, well, my first guess is Dune 2. That is incorrect. All right. Moving on. Has a single-player mode against typical AI, as well as multiplayer mode, which would spawn inspirations such as Warcraft, Starcraft, and Command and & Conquer. Hmm. Um, how about Herzog Zwei? Ding. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Better luck next time. Yeah, I thought you'd get it. I did. Well done, Bob. Well done. I had to get there because that's, you know, well, I had to go deep in the files, but I got it. I will read the rest. All right. Clue three was player 
pilots a flying, transforming mech and can purchase surface combat units, airlift said units across the battlefield, and issue orders to them. Yeah. And then, for everyone's enjoyment, we will play the theme. So here we go. Well done, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Bob one, Ryan zero. That's right. Avid listener, Ryan. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Where's your ninja bitch mode now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, and that's it. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to the end of this level of All Up In Your Geek. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, You can follow us on all forms of social media at All Up In Your Geek. Keep your emails coming uh, or just send us an email <laughs> please we'd love to read them on air and have some good discussion with our listeners uh, you can send that email to all up in your geek at gmail.com you can also leave us a voicemail on anchor just click that voicemail button and leave your message and we'll play it on air we still have one pending that we haven't played <laughs> but we will play it very shortly and with that guys stay safe if you well, you are quarantined so stay safe and geek up shut the fuck up Oh!